a reading from Luke. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided this property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare? But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, and get the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, Listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. Word of God, word of life. Thanks. 
Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Imagine this. You're running late to a very important dinner party. So you call your best friend to save you a seat. Except she doesn't answer her phone. So you try texting her hoping beyond hope that she will reply to your text and save you a seat. But she doesn't reply. You finally arrive to the dinner party 15 minutes late. You walk in, hang up your coat, and look for a seat next to your best friend. As you scan the room, you begin to realize your best friend did not save you a seat. In fact, none of your friends saved you a seat. But just then, you see two open seats, just two. Grateful to find two open seats, you sit down, pour yourself a glass of water, and make small talk with the person across the table. Just as dinner is being served, the door opens and you think to yourself, thank goodness somebody else is late. They're even more late than me. But then your heart sinks. And your heart begins to race. As in the doorway appears the last person on this earth that you would want to sit next to. And there is only one seat left at the dinner party. Now that is one awkward dinner party, right? Have you ever been to a thoroughly awkward dinner party? I have. Our gospel reading for today is the prelude to the most awkward dinner party imaginable. This parable of Jesus is familiar to many people. It's the premise of TV shows and movies and more. And in fact, just this week, it was the premise of the TV show Blackish. The story of the prodigal son is also known as the parable of the loving father. Today, let's call it the parable of the prelude to an extremely awkward dinner party. Our story begins with a father who had two boys, two very, very different boys. The parable depicts the boys as polar opposites, but they are not opposites who attract, as we might hope. They are opposites who appear to be enemies. The younger sibling travels to worlds unknown to discover exciting and eccentric things. But then, after experiencing all this, he feels he is no longer worthy to be called his father's child. So he requests to be named his father's servant instead. The older sibling remains at home with the father, enjoying the comforts and the familiar things of home. But then he feels that he slaves away and has received nothing in return. 
The younger sibling was dead and then alive, lost and found, and becomes the guest of honor at the dinner party. The older sibling isn't even invited to the dinner party. He learns of the party from his father's slave. What does it mean to serve a God who welcomes sinners and eats with them? It means many, many awkward dinner parties. It means taking a seat next to the last person in this world you would ever want to sit next to. One whom you do not agree. One with whom you do not see eye to eye. One whom you do not even like. It means taking a seat next to the one who has hurt you immensely, broken your heart, broken your spirit, defamed you, told lies about you, bullied you, and stole your confidence. Serving a God who welcomes sinners and eats with them is daily receiving an invitation to reconciliation with that person. Reconciliation with God and reconciliation with the one in the seat next to you. Now, I told you that this was going to be awkward. The Reverend Nadia Boltz Weber often says something like this. Preachers routinely preach not only what their congregations need to hear, but what they need to hear. Friends, there is a lot of reconciliation to be done. And you and I cannot do it alone. This parable does not tell us what happened at that awkward dinner party. But the parable does tell us that the father welcomed both of the sons with open arms. The father ran to greet the one whom the world thought had shamed the family name. The father greeted the one who never strayed with grace and kindness, reminding him that all he has has always been his to share. It seems that the father in the parable could not imagine a dinner party without both of his sons, no matter how awkward that party may be. And so it is with God. At God's table, there is a seat for everyone, even us sinners. It may be an awkward dinner party here on earth, but in heaven it most certainly will not be. God does not count our trespasses against us. Others do. God does not turn his back on us. Others do. God does not withhold invitations from us. Others do. God runs to embrace us whenever we return to reconcile our hearts. My friends, reconcile your hearts this day. Jesus is inviting you to reconcile your hearts with God and with one another. And it's a darn good thing it's not up to us to accept this invitation all on our own, because I doubt if any one of us would RSVP if it was. So, my friends, 
with the cross of Christ before us and the Holy Spirit working within us, let us take a seat at the most awkward dinner party imaginable. Jesus knows exactly who to invite to sit next to us. Amen.